You're listening to Give Me a Break. Press pause on life and play on us while we talk about the stuff that matters. And the stuff that doesn't. Cocked it. And Bella had some sick leave. (laughs) Sick leave from a very important podcast. Would also just like to apologise if you can hear that lawnmower in the background. Yeah, look, life is... The challenges of Bunbury suburbia. Yes. Yeah, essentially. But yeah, thanks for the hanging in there and waiting for us to come back because yeah we're back and we're feeling refreshed and ready to chat about some important stuff i feel like there's been a lot of stuff going on this week like even Mm. the things that didn't make the list i feel like it was actually really hard to narrow it down to three things this week oh absolutely definitely there was um there was um, a what do you call it? An influencer using coconut oil as lube, oh and that what? Yeah. How did, did you not miss that? that? Oh my god, miss that! It was so funny, but yeah. So coconut oil is trending on TikTok. Yeah, trending on TikTok. <laughs> I'm sure many people listening will understand what has gone on there. But yeah, we've picked picked three interesting things for you guys. So yeah. hopefully you enjoy. So the first thing that we're diving into today is to do with an article from the New York Post, um, which basically spoke about a paramedic who was doing OnlyFans on the side. And she, this um, woman, she's 23, she lives in New York, her name is Lauren Quay. Um, she works as a paramedic, obviously, and she also works as a... Um, hostess in a restaurant and then yeah she was doing OnlyFans on the side to make ends meet as many people were during the pandemic and the New York Post journalists basically exposed her in this article um they allegedly told her that she would be fully anonymous like obviously could because it could impact her job that sort of thing and her you know her income they were like well she said that they have told her she could be anonymous and then they ended up going out and saying her name where she worked where she's from spoke to her mum apparently all these things and yeah it's been a bit crazy on the internet so i thought it was something definitely worth worth talking about just to see how everyone responds to to sex work and just yeah she's faced a lot of backlash but she's also faced a lot of support someone i think it was one of her friends started a GoFundMe for her um and that's oh yeah it's raised like an insane amount of money yeah i swear it's raised like over 60 grand or something which is good especially considering she may like lose her job now Mm. um i actually had this thought when we were sort of reporting about things during coronavirus like people like escorts and you know sex workers how would they have fared in that whole pandemic? Like, they would have found it really, yeah, really hard. Really I mean, a really, I think a, a positive story that came out of coronavirus, like obviously in Australia and in Western Australian mining t- towns, you have the things that the people that call themselves skimpies, skimpies that work in bars, like the topless and that. And they, in Kalgoorlie especially, like where it's like a significant business to them, they're a very empowered women. They started Uber Tits. Oh, that's so So where they good. can take the service, just like deliver the food and all that and to people's doors. And I think that was like a really... I love that. Yeah, like it was great that they could still do that and do their job and what they actually love doing. Yeah. I feel like that industry is so belittled. Like everyone, people need to make ends meet in their own ways. I don't think that I, th- I think it's wrong for her to have been I guess shamed in that way yeah I think on the other side of that spectrum is like some people aren't just doing it I guess to make ends meet like it is a profession for some people and like there's nothing wrong with that 
But yeah, basically this um, lady, she picked it up on the side, you know, trying to get by. I mean, why not if you want to and you're like yeah, fully capable of doing that? But I think some of the interesting responses that I kind of wanted to mention was that while some people were kind of targeting Lauren and saying, well, you shouldn't have been doing that. Like, you know, it's your own fault that you got called out. A lot of people are saying that kind of the real shame here is that someone who works in healthcare, a medical professional, someone who's saving lives day to day, has to work, what, two jobs mm. and OnlyFans on the side to get by during a pandemic? Like, yeah. the fact that she's doing an OnlyFans account isn't the issue here. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, like, even if she was doing it, like, even if coronavirus wasn't a thing and she was just doing that, like, so what? It's her love. Yeah, sex work is work. There's nothing wrong with it as long as it's, you know, Yeah, consensual. and I think it's such a huge industry and all... A lot of these people, I, I mean, you don't know, you can't make assumptions, but all these people that are saying some, are they saying that they've never watched like, porn watched porn or delved yeah. into the sex, like the sex oh, industry? I, I or, bet you 100% of the people bagging out um, Lauren and saying, oh, well, you, you had it coming. Yeah. Other people who watch porn have premium subscriptions to people's OnlyFans. Like they love to, to take it when it's in their power, but anyone else who wants to control how yeah. they're viewed, yes. no way. And that's, a, that's another great point. Like just because she's been exposed, I hope that doesn't take the power away from her because she's still a power. I hope it empowers her. To yeah. Take- I think what from what I've seen so far, she's kind of, taking it in a positive way because god that would cripple you mm-hmm. if you've been kind of i guess allegedly promised um anonymity yeah and then- also as a journalist when i say off when i have an off the record chat with you know my talent it's off the record my pen yeah. is down my phone is off that is completely off the record like i would just i i think the moral of this journalist like just, i don't know just not by taking that out of context and you know using her power she should be she should be doing good you know she's promised her an anonymity and she's gone and done the complete opposite and i just think that's wrong yeah i think that the the ethics is like it kind of brings into question if they did promise her i think it was two journalists who worked on this story i think it was a guy and girl um could be wrong but we'll link the story in the show notes and a really good piece i read from the rolling stone um that kind of sums up everything that we've been saying but yeah, I think that they, um, well, this is what Lauren has said, that they've promised her anonymity and then, you know, come out and basically exposed her whole life. So hopefully it doesn't have any negative repercussions on her work because, you know, it's in the lead up to Christmas. Exactly. Like, that's fucked. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, moral of the story is sex work is work. Keep your mouth shut if you have nothing nice to say. Oh, yeah. Um, so my topic for the week is quite an interesting one and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. But is he president-elect, by the way? Yeah. My question. So president-elect Joe Biden, his wife, Jill Biden, um, she had a piece written about her by, I'm going to get the exact name for you all, but pretty much saying that um, her name, her full title is Dr. Jill Biden because she has PhD in teaching. I think so, yeah. It's to do with education. Yeah. Um, and anyway, this opinion piece was written about her by... The show notes. We'll link yeah. it, yeah, all in the show notes, but um, and who it was by, but pretty much saying that um, she should drop it moving into the office um, with the president um, because she's not a medical doctor, so it doesn't count. But if you're doing a doctorate, that's what you're doing it for. Pretty much. The and credit, the title credit. She hit back, like, which was amazing to see. Like, she actually hit back and... I mean, in a not direct way, but saying that, like, you know, she wants to empower women, not dismantle them, 
which is like such an important point. But my favourite quote from um, the Washington Post um, rebuttal article that we'll link was, and finally, if he wants to get technical about this, Biden did deliver a child out of her own uterus because he said in <laughs> his piece that a, a doctor is someone who's delivered a child. So. That's not even true as that well. That is like, so <laughs> GPs funny. GPs and stuff are still doctors. Yeah. And they don't deliver children. Absolutely. Of course it was a male that wrote the story too. I know, the sexism. They would never, I know. ever write Take that, that away. Yeah, and it's like when you're away. talking about titles, think about Dr. Phil. He's not even a real doctor. He's not a real psychologist, but it's oh, yeah. fine for him to have oh, Dr. Phil in front of his TV oh, show. Yeah, his license got revoked. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, it was, so a, it was a whole big thing. For everyone wondering, it was Wall Street Journal column, columnist Joseph Epstein. But, yeah, she just says um, that First Lady, incoming First Lady, Jill Biden, um, this is a piece by the ABC um, by, doesn't actually say who wrote it, but, yeah, so they just talked about um, the piece in the Wall Street Journal um, and then just talked about the whole situation and also about in his piece how he linked her to kiddo like he says yeah um, how belittling it's so patronizing you can read you the first part but he just says you know would he have said that if it was a male yeah. never because he'd see the male as equal exactly yes um it said if madame, a female had written that column it would have been completely different yeah it said madame first lady miss biden jill kiddo a bit of advice on what may seem like a small but i think an unimportant matter I understand opinion pieces are people's opinions, but I also just feel like that's just not warranted. (laughs) I feel like just keep it to yourself. Yeah. And I feel like he's not someone, he's clearly not someone who has a PhD or a doctorate in anything. Oh, so it was quoted in the piece that he's been mistaken for having a PhD and stuff because he's taught... In being an asshole? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because he's taught at, um, you know, colleges in America and everything and people have mistaken him for having one. And it's just like Jill Biden's like taught for, I don't know, a ridiculous amount of years. She's put in all this work. Like she actually had a previous... Um, career and then swapped to teaching and then got this PhD like that's amazing and she's taught in yeah I feel like if you've put in the hard work to get your PhD there is absolutely nothing wrong with you put like wearing that title like loud and proud it's not like you're going around and claiming to be a medical doctor absolutely there's nothing wrong with it so keep it keep it to yourself yourself. no one wants to hear it and let's be real unless you have a PhD no one cares about your opinion about other people having PhDs and being called doctors. Anyone wants to read a really good piece that pretty much rebuts what he said. Um, Please. It's on the Washington Post and we'll link it and it's by Monica, and I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but Hesse, and it's really good. I've just, I've really loved seeing people kind of clap back at this opinion piece. Like I've loved, although I hate the piece itself, I guess, which is kind of the purpose of opinion pieces, but the conversations that have started around it and the support that have, that's been thrown behind Jill Biden. Mm. It's been really good to see that, you know, we're having the ladies backs. Empowering the women. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, so I wanted to talk about something today. That I noticed, I was scrolling Instagram and came across Jade Tunchi, and yes, that's how you pronounce her name according to her. Um, she posted something about how when you've been working on a concept or brand for two years in a really large global brand, launches your idea before you can. This was on her stories. And it kind of just made me think about how I, I've just noticed a lot of YouTubers and influencers lately you know, they've started launching their own brands and um, I guess diversifying their platforms. Um, 
And I just thought it was an interesting sort of thing to talk about, um, just the fact that, you know, they've got such a big following and they're going off doing their own things, but like, how are they sort of diversifying the products that they're creating? Like we spoke a little bit about this today about like being, um, eco-friendly and, um, you know, in what they're producing and, I don't know, I just thought it was, it was interesting, um, just that the fact that influencers have so much power, um, and ability to do all of this. Yeah, I definitely think it's, it's an interesting thing and for sure I've noticed so many people that I follow, yeah, diversifying the, I guess the brand you could say and kind of branching out into all these different areas because Instagram probably won't last forever Mm. and as we've shown in the pandemic, brand deals kind of took a big hit because you know no one was focusing on influencer marketing when yep. they're struggling to keep the doors open yeah but yeah I think you raise a good point there Nick about kind of how they go about it because mm. there's already like the market is so saturated with clothing brands and influencers and I guess influencers making clothing brands yeah. and that sort of thing that like if you are going to do it I feel like you need to kind of have an actual a purpose niche as well yeah, yeah like I feel like yeah, and especially with doing like, similar things. I think a yeah. really like great example of influencers that use that pl- platform for good would be like Steckley Smith and mm. Laura Henshaw who created Keep it, the Keep It Cleaner community, yeah. which has done amazing things and actually like brought such a strong community together. Yeah. And even like Chloe Zepp who created the Bloom app, which oh, is yeah. all for meditation and wellness. Like that's the sort of thing that they're using their platform which for they've good. created over years and years of like actual hard work making all this content and then to create those sort of things that are so different to then just another clothing label that's like not shaming anyone obviously but like madison woolley who's a youtuber i watch um she's you know brought out her own brand and it's just like another clothing line and I don't know, it, it's just frustrating because it's like these girls can't be really original with their ideas either. Like how is that helping other girls? Like you've got this platform, you've got a great following. Sure, you want to make clothes, that's fine if that's your idea, but like do it in a way that I guess will have a positive influence on something out there. I think that's kind of the perfect way to put, like sum up what I've been thinking because I'm like if there's all these influencers, most of them are kind of like, you know, the – tall skinny pretty that you see splashed everywhere yep having themselves as the models with no representation of other races other body types mm-hmm. any diversity like that's doing nothing exactly selling clothes that are only for Made size six size eight China, yeah really the one trendy. yeah when there's no transparency with yep. like ethics and yeah when there's no diversity in like body shape and stuff the sizes are like tiny just for like really small people like that brings nothing to the table we have yep. enough of that yeah, yeah, that's a really great point. I've started noticing, um, so I watch Georgia Richards on YouTube um, and she is, I mean, she's not a normal tiny size, you know, girl. She's a little bit more on the plus side and she loves that about herself, you know. She's into health and fitness, but that is her brand. Like she's not a tiny size six girl and she shows that, you know, being her size is completely fine and is completely normal. And she's got brand deals with like Gymshark and Lorna Jane. And it's not necessarily about like the clothes for her. It's the fact that she can put on these clothes and she feels confident wearing them. And that's sort of the message she wants to get out to people. And I feel like that's a brand deal where she's actually using her platform for good. She's trying to make girls out there like herself feel better about themselves yeah and show that health isn't one size like it's, exactly it's, i mean you can work out five days a week eat like you know really strictly yep. but if you're not happy and you're not healthy then 
that's a really that's good point. And having influences out there I that show her. that, it's and amazing. She, you can see on her face, she is genuinely, genuinely a happy girl. Mm. And it's it's just really nice to see that um, instead of always looking at the classic, you know, like five foot one blonde that, you know. And I feel like those are the frame. kind of the people that you want to see mm. be really successful. Like if you have someone who's exactly. really authentic and I guess like, yeah, real and kind of shows you – I don't know, I guess, a, yeah, like a real side of them, something you can relate to. And you're yeah. like, yeah, they have like their own struggles with health and fitness. They're not pretending to be perfect yeah. all the time. Mm, exactly. But like you can see yourself in them. Yeah. You'll yeah. want success and like you'll want to support their yeah, kind of exactly. side hustle. I've yeah. definitely seen a huge shift on my new, um, news feed or on that on Instagram of instead of it being the filtered version you get a lot more of that unfiltered version like and a lot of the the caption of a year ago I wouldn't have posted this yeah Yeah. and it's like so great to see that that girls are really girls a lot I've seen on especially on my feed taking back that power like I don't have to post this one that looks like this and you know like it goes back to that episode a few weeks ago where we spoke about Mm. like influencers and body positivity like to see that and then to see them promoting sustainable you know great brands like that is really important yeah well that's one of your thoughts anyway so time for our recommendations what have you guys got for me give me something good so my recommendations is for those days where it's that time of the month (laughs) or you just want something warm and cuddly when you go to bed um they're willy heat bags um, you can get them online or at a lot of stockists over Australia, and I'm sure overseas as well. But they're filled with lupins, which is oh, a type of no legume. And um, when they're heated, you can't smell it. Oh, so, yeah. like, you know when you heat, like, an all yes. heat pack? Oh, and they have the weird smell. smell. Yeah, yeah, it smells like you burnt it. Yep. Well, this one you can heat for, like, two and a half minutes, and you can't smell it, and it's so warm. Oh, so that's my harsh. recommendation. Fit perfect in winter. And they have the cutest patterns oh, on them. Oh, it's got like little proteas and it's purple. Oh, and it's really cute. Now I want one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, tomorrow or when this podcast comes, so tomorrow when this podcast comes out, um, I'll have completed my Couch to 5K at. Oh, I know. How and I'm gone. It has been a challenge, <laughs> but I don't know how I have actually forced myself to do it three days a week for eight weeks. I'm so proud that's of you. So I know. I was really proud. So that's my recommendation, the Couch to 5K app. It's really good. Like, I am not a runner, and I'm not just saying that. Like, I genuinely mean I'm not a runner. When I started this program, um, it, like, eased you into it, and if it's too hard at the end of the run, you can tell the app, and it, it modifies the r- next run for you. Um, and I don't know, somehow I just managed to stay motivated and I think this app was really good, a really good helping hand and I highly recommend it. The question is, can you now run 5k? I can do four points something because with, and then with the warm up and cool oh, down, yeah. it ends up being 5k. Hell yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so Mate, so, it's okay. So, I'm so <laughs> slow. But it, all that matters is you did it. Yeah. So my recommendation is for when you've got your heat pack on and you finished your run, um, it is the Netflix show Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Oh, oh I need it, a new show. Yeah, sorry, it. it's Christmas themed, so it's perfect for right now. Um, I really recommend it just because it's cute. cute. It's like cute and wholesome and it's about this little teen couple in New York oh. at Christmas time and they like communicate through this book of kind of their dares. Cute. And it's just, it's just so wholesome. I really want to go to like... 
a, like a northern hemisphere country for christmas, for christmas. Oh, oh, my God. the dream i want to have a snowy christmas i know it's probably like miserable and cold and wet and soggy but no, i, I, I want like one like if, so, if we I don't be, have it every year we'd oh, be loving it yeah, yeah. We'd be like oh my god it'd be like imagine if they came to australia for christmas they were like, like why, why is it 40 degrees <laughs> Oh, it sounds like the perfect way to take a break, guys. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But, um, yeah, let us know how you're spending your Christmas. Yeah, we're going to be taking another two-week break this week. This time it's actually our Christmas break. Um, last time life just got in the way, but we're here for this week. So hopefully you enjoy <laughs> this week and listen to our older episodes and if we'll you miss us. see you in 2021. Fuck. Woo. Hopefully it's better year than this. Woo! Yep. Woo! See you guys next year. As always, we'll have all the articles linked in the show notes. Let us know your thoughts. Bye! Bye.